he's in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire siphon order. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent Green is people! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. But in this episode, we'll keep things spoiler-free, as this will be more of kind of us sharing our thoughts on a vampire movie, something we're doing for this Halloween month. So, you know, this can help you decide whether or not you want to have this as your Friday flick, let's say. So tonight, we're talking about Vampire in Brooklyn from 1995. As the name suggests, it is a horror movie, but it's got quite a heavy comedy twist on it. Uh, my name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So, Linnea, I'm interested in hearing your general thoughts on this movie. My general thoughts? Well, um, it is a, a sort of horror comedy combination here. Um, I, I kind of feel like maybe... <laughs> the fact that it is such a combination and it sort of tries to be both of those things makes it not really succeed with either uh, but it has its more golden moments I would say you know it's not all uh, all bad you know I was I was entertained by it but I can't say that it is a favorite of mine exactly <clears throat> I, I feel like it's one of those movies where you kind of you, you chuckle more than you laugh mm. And that's kind. That kind of speaks something about the comedy. Uh, it just it it's just misfiring at some points, uh, which is too shame because there are a lot of things that I really enjoy in this movie. Uh, unfortunately, I do think it's too heavy on the side of comedy, and I I, I get that you know you have Eddie Murphy as as the poster boy here, like he's he's the vampire like Dracula character mm. so you kind of want to make the most out of having Eddie Murphy in your movie I just feel like some scenes kind of feel like they were I, I have no idea if this was the case but they kind of feel like oh uh, Eddie Murphy is thinking of a hilarious character that he wanted that he wants to do uh, can we shove that in the movie somehow <laughs> And it doesn't kind of work. And I just... Kudos to Angela Bassett for <laughs> really trying to keep things serious, you know, because that's what she's supposed to do. Mm. Like, she's supposed to react like it's... Oh, that is not at all Eddie Murphy uh, in in heavy, heavy prosthetics. <laughs> uh, not at all. Uh, because that's the thing. Like, Eddie Murphy is playing, I think at least two other characters mm. uh, because one of his um, powers is his, his, his ability to shapeshift. Yeah, and I kind of feel like it's it's tonally inconsistent. Like, I, even though I don't find the, the, the comedic park parts particularly funny myself, that's more of a, like a personal taste that, oh, you know. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I prefer a different kind of comedy. Um, but 
they have the comedy sort of mixed in with these moments that are more serious, more quote-unquote realistic, and also mm. more horrific. And I kind of just feel like it's it's a little bit of a whiplash there that you sort of you mm-hmm. go from this <laughs> really kind of ob- obnoxious, uh, funny moments into mm-hmm. something that is definitely not that. And it's sort of... Mm, I, I, I kind of feel like there's some rough edges there in, in tone in and in, in style etc that I I kind of cringed a little bit uh, on I think mm. yeah and I I mean talking about like having a, a really serious or even horrific moment like you say and then sort of having comedy or something that's supposed to be funny or oh wait what that's surprising I, I feel like that is like a crutch almost in a lot of blockbuster movies today like it's a sort of easy laugh kind of thing you know when you have for example marvel movies are infamously Mm. (laughs) guilty of this like you have a moment that is supposed to be really somber and serious and someone farts or say uh do you i don't know I, i can't i can't make up but you know the kind of comedy that i'm talking about like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's that type and this is just leaning very heavily into that like vampire in brooklyn that is so Uh, and it it, it's a shame because as like i don't know if i stated this enough in the beginning but i do like this movie (laughs) i mean it's um i don't know it's when it's good like there i just i just really love how vampire it is like you have you have a, um you have the vampire like doing that vampire rise in very early in the movie like um because Eddie Murphy gets shot down by a bunch of thugs and he just gets up but he gets up like Bella Lugosi style mm, mm. just like whoop, and he flies <laughs> and uh he's got a banging coffee uh, coffin and um you know just those kind of things that are so and I also believe he needs to be invited in. So there's just a lot of those really old school vampire things um, that I just kind of enjoy, uh, especially because of like how vampires been been kind of watered out a bit um, in the last two and a half decades, like one and a half decades. Yeah, yeah. It sort of feels like. <laughs> you know, we have done the classical vampires, so now we're going to do new takes on that tale. Mm. But this one doesn't really do that, except that it, no. it put, you know, put it in the context of a movie with black actors. That, that's that's about yeah. it. That's about the, the only sort of new take, quote-unquote, that, yeah. that you get here. Otherwise, it's a very classical style of vampire, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, you even got the ship going in on, in port, like, with mm. a bunch of dead people classic Dracula style which I really appreciate uh, and, and these really uh, the, these two har- harbor people I don't know <laughs> two people who work at the harbor and they they really don't notice things because they're so invested in, into the reality TV that they're watching <laughs> and then the ship kind of ends up in their kitchen they're like oh wait okay wait what's going on so so yeah there's a lot of those kind of classic things and like cross is also something that is really uh, like they're really averse to across the the vampire, so mm. and also having a familiar that is deteriorating over time, which I also appreciate. <laughs> he looks no. Oh, I shouldn't. That now we're almost getting into spoiler. I I I'm not gonna go any further in that direction. 
But uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like it too. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so it's just, it's kind of one of those mixed bags. And I would kind of, I kind of want to recommend it, even though, I mean, I'm, I've, I, I just looked it up on IMDb just to keep like the year and everything <laughs> fresh in my memory. And I noticed the score and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it is a 2.7 Metacritic movie, but I still kind of like it and I still kind of want to recommend it. And it's OK if you like if you go to your YouTube, watch Instagram on your cell phone while you're like on your cell phone. Who says cell phone? Only grandma sells, <laughs> sells, sells cell phones nowadays. OK, well, you know, you don't need to be like constantly focused on this movie is what I'm getting at like it's mm. okay to look away at points and just be like oh ooh, vampire shit is happening <laughs> oh Angela Bassett is wearing amazing lipstick right now and <laughs> wow and you know like it's just it's one of those yeah yeah I mean if if I were to sort of compare it I mean you there's this tradition of comparing movies to uh, food items and I would compare this to like cheap chocolate you know it's it's the kind of chocolate that Oh, you know, it's not really that great, but it's still chocolate. So you're going to eat it. Like, I mean, I, I'm watching yeah. this movie and I'm watching it and I know that, oh, this is not a great film, but, you know, I'm, I'm still continuing to watch it. You know, it's, yeah. it sort of keeps you there <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, for example, if you didn't enjoy maybe watching Nosferatu like last week's vampire movie, because you're like, oh, it's so slow and not enough extras or whatever <laughs> idea you might have then maybe watch vampire in brooklyn and you'll be like wow city and it's modern and i don't know yeah i mean we we are we are kind of in our vampire mania theme that we have now in october we are sort of taking a few dips in film history and exploring vampire throughout film history and jumping from nosferatu 1979 to this one is a big jump in both time and style uh, and I think that's a good thing actually for, for our selection that we have uh, on the podcasts. so yeah absolutely and it's also kind of interesting because so far all three movies have kind of been like traditional takes mm. on vampires you could argue the first one but it's kind of like what you imagine a vampire to be kind of so uh, if you want that classic vampire flavor, but in, in completely different takes on it, you could pick either of the three we've watched so far and you'd have an interesting experience, I think. And it's just, it's, it's also so funny just how you can take like a mythical creature like that and you can really spin it in so many directions mm. and interpret it in, in so many ways. And that's why... I'll keep watching vampire movies, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I mean, you can use the idea of a vampire to say many different things about our society. I mean, Bram Stoker originally had his point with his book, mm. you know, what he was trying to say about his society. But you can reuse that, that, that well, not formula, but that sort of shape... Uh, mm -hmm. to to say many things in many societies in many time periods so you know it's mm -hmm. it's uh, vampires 
they, they persist in our culture for a reason, I think, because there is such mm. a versatility to, to what you can do with them. Um, and I think mm-hmm. this, this movie is a, is a good example for, of how you can sort of change things around, you know, oh, make it this, this black comedy and, and uh, um, sort mm. of what, what that entails. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to see that, that face of the vampire um, creature, I guess, yeah. Anything else that you want to point out that you appreciated or didn't appreciate about the movie? Um, no, I think we covered sort of the most important things. At least for me, mm. I think the, the 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 comedy was sort of the biggest issue that it never really clicked for mm. me. Um, but then at the same time, as you you sort of mentioned Angela Bassett and and her lipstick <laughs> and and everything, you know, it is. It is a good-looking film, actually. You know, you, mm, yeah. the way the way Eddie Murphy looks as as Maximilian the vampire. You know, he's, he's mm, yes, perfection, yes. <laughs> perfection. So I mean, you can watch it for some eye candy. That's t- a totally valid reason to watch it. I think it's a hot movie. It's a hot movie. Uh, at least three people I can think of are hot. So so again, we're killing it with the hot movies <laughs> in this in this month theme month. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'd also just like to add to, to the whole, like, that is a good looking movie because I, I, I really appreciate smoke machines and this one made <laughs> good use of smoke machines. Yes. <laughs> I enjoy that. I enjoy wild prosthetics on actors. Enjoy that. Anything else like Halloween related, um, something new you've seen recently that you want to share with the listener? No, not really. I did um, as a sort of <laughs> continuation or sequel to to our previous episode. I yeah. watched um, the bonus material I had for the mm. DVD on um, Nosferatu 1922, including a documentary called um, "The Language of Shadows." I think it was uh, about F. W. Murnau, who who made the original Nosferatu. Um, mm. I, I, it wasn't a right documentary, but it wasn't great. So you know, it, uh, um, too bad with that name. It seems it sounds so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of felt like it had some good moments because there was they, they dedicated, for example, one segment on talking about some of Murnau's uh, earliest films, which are now lost. So it's sort of interesting to see uh, some mm. some of the surviving material that they had. You know, like. A, f- a few surviving frames, etc., from those films. That that was nice. Uh, but then they they sort of derailed the thread a little bit later on. That where I was sort of like, what's the point of this this part here? I don't get it. Um, <laughs> um, and also, it feels like editing wise, I think the documentary sort of feels a little bit older than it actually is. So it's it's uh, oh one of those. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean. Um, yeah, mm. like like the information in it is interesting um but i don't feel that you necessarily need to see it as a documentary you can just read it on wikipedia or something (laughs) yeah and it'll go faster as well so uh personally i'll just mention this real quick because i mean we are we are doing a vampire theme month and incidentally i watched vampires versus the bronx last week Hmm. or a couple of days ago which i believe was released on netflix like not too long ago, it was okay. Mm. Uh, there, it had some some high notes and some where I just wish things would pick up speed. But um, if you want more vampires, maybe check it out. 
Yeah, actually, speaking of, of Netflix, there is one movie that I, th- I think it was on Netflix um, that mm-hmm. I saw a trailer for. It's not a vampire m- film, but it is a sort of Halloween comedy film. It's called mm. Hubie Halloween. Um, it's an Adam Sandler film. I don't usually like Sandler films, uh, but I watched the trailer for this actually looks kind of funny, so I might check that one out, oh. actually. <laughs> 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 didn't expect uh, didn't expect that um, <laughs> but he, he seems to be releasing a lot of Netflix things Sandler mm. so keep us posted on that we'll do uh, I'll also I'll also update unless I did so last last time we spoke I don't know but um, I did watch the follow-up to the babysitter killer mm. queen mm. I know I sent you a picture of, of me having a good time <laughs> <laughs> watching it um I will not recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Don't do it. If all you want to do is watch dumb teenagers in a slasher movie, maybe. But make sure to have snacks standing by because you'll want that to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you want dumb teen- teenagers in a slasher movie, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't really recommend it. Well, that's good to know. I will uh, I will avoid it. So, listener, have you seen Vampire in Brooklyn? Uh, we want to know what you think, so go to our Facebook page uh, at StarQuest Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. We also have an Instagram account, that's also at StarQuest Podcast, uh, if that's more to your liking. Uh, and join us next week as we sit down and talk about uh, The Hunger. Bye-bye. Bye.